you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? This is your man, Tony Wiggins and James Rapine for another edition of Locked On NFL here on the Wednesday. What is up, Jamie? What's going on, Tony? You look good today. Yeah, yeah, except we just talked about how big my head looks on this weird screen I got on this computer. But, (laughs) you know, I was going to say I look good every day, but I can't lie, man. I look funny on this thing, but it's all good, man. I tell you what, (laughs) we got a a good show for you guys today. Uh, A lot of fun. We're going to go through some stuff. Um, I got to tell you first, though, about the Peacock and Williamson podcast. And that's our sponsor for today. Peacock and Williams, man. It's Brian Peacock and Matt Williams. We got an NFL analyst and a former NFL scout Monday through Friday on Locked On and, and, and combined with the Odyssey app. And what we're doing, man, is they're bringing you the top stories from around the NFL from a different perspective, you know, and they, bring, they break it down really, really well for you. Nobody does it like those two. And uh, Peacock and Williamson every single day, Monday through Friday at least, on uh, the Locked On Podcast Network, on the Peacock and Williamson Podcast. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcast, specifically on the Odyssey app. James, I want to talk about, let's go what we can talk about. First segment, there's trouble in South Florida, it seems like. Uh, Tua, you sent me some information that said he threw four interceptions in practice, and there was already some talk that he may not be playing well down there. Yeah, that is... (laughs) And, and there's another thing in Miami, by the way, that we need to get to in a minute because it's holdout time in South Florida too, uh, with Howard there. But uh, let's let's hold off on that for a second because Tua Tungavailoa, this was supposed to be the year where he was going to take multiple steps forward because he's a year plus removed from that hip injury because he's had time to adjust to the NFL game and an offense in Miami that obviously struggled a bit when he was at playing quarterback last year. And not only that, but they go get him another weapon in Jalen Waddle. They, they continued to build up that offense for him. And it felt like he was going to be set up for success, right? And, and inherit a roster that's pretty solid all around. Certainly a, a quality defense. And then you see what happened. And I'm just looking at Cameron Wolf's tweets here from ESPN. Um, four interceptions. And then he ended, ended up throwing a fifth during minicamp, but that was not his fault, but still. So let's go with four, and let's just say two are miscommunications receiver-wise. Jalen Waddle fell down or something, you know, whatever the case is. Let's just throw that out there. Okay, well, he's still struggling in minicamp. That should not happen. For example, I was at Bengals minicamp, and Joe Burrow, by the way, same quarterback class, right, coming off of an ACL. Right. He's playing seven-on-sevens. The ball did not touch the ground. It was four for four. It was very easy. That's how seven in, seven on seven should be. So I think this is a little concerning, and I would be concerned if I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. I'm not pressing panic, but I don't like reading Tua Tungavailoa throws four interceptions in practice. No, it's not a good thing, and we've been hearing rumblings about this stuff. There were some people, hip injury aside, that didn't really think that he was this all-world quarterback that everyone thought he was. The dude's like 5'11", man, 5'11 and a half, maybe six feet tall. They talk about the release point of the ball, and then you find out now that what looks good in college doesn't necessarily look good in the pros is that not that he has a weak arm, but 
that velocity isn't what that velocity rather than velocity that velocity isn't what you actually hope and want it to be this could have some ramifications uh that are huge and one of them is that they had a chance in this draft with all of the capital they had to draft one of the quarterbacks in a very quarterback heavy draft and they didn't do it and uh this is where you kind of got to have your finger on the pulse of the team you got to know man uh, you know the Josh Rosen situation gave these GMs a hall pass in in getting out of these quarterback situations and I think mm-hmm. the the Whedon situation in in Houston years ago was the same thing but for some reason Miami thought they had their guy so I know we're going to get to something in the second segment like what if he doesn't play well the options like Rodgers or Watson and we'll talk about that but they could have had another quarterback this year. I mean, you're getting rid of guys. Look, they they're doing well in Miami, right? But just think about what they what they've done. They had an entire free agency class last year, or they're all gone. They trade Minka basically for the same thing that they bought him for. He's like all world at safety on another team. Mm-hmm. At some point, is someone going to go? Have they gotten decent by accident, but they keep making these blunders that shows you that they can't actually get over the top and do the things that's necessary for them to actually be a real contender down the line? Let me ask you this. For the next decade, and straight up answer, you want Tua Tungavailoa or do you want Justin Fields? I take Justin Fields right now. Because I've seen, <laughs> yeah, because I, I've seen I've seen it. I, I, I've seen I seen Tua, and they can blame Chan Gailey all they want, but I'm just not impressed when I just watch him throw, and I'm not impressed with. I, I guess I heard Jalen Waddle, and I heard those receivers that left Alabama when they were asked about the difference between him and Mac, and they were like, "Mac's more decisive." I mean, yeah, you know, he, he's and- more decisive, and it's whatever. And then I can't can't forget this. There were a couple of games that Tua played in college. Since they're doing this to Trevor Lawrence, talking about the Ohio State game, and then they're talking about uh, the game that he lost uh, in the championship to LSU, the, the Joe Burrow game. Since they're doing that, I'm going to do this. Well, I saw Trevor Lawrence dominate Alabama, and Tua was throwing interceptions all over the place, and one of them was a pick six against Clemson. And then I also saw Tua struggling against Georgia, and they had to bring Jalen Hurts back in. And if they hadn't brought Jalen Hurts back in, Georgia would have been playing in the national championship game more than likely. So I've seen him in, in big ball games twice look the same way. It appears that he's looking in practice right now. To, uh, here's, what, here's what worries me. Because, look, it is just practice. I do think there's a chance he ends up being a good player. I'm not going to just bury him right now. But here's why I would probably lean Justin Fields and in more times than not. You don't want to go with the outlier. What you're asking Tua Tungavailoa to do is be the outlier. Because what he is is a pretty good-armed, small quarterback with a history of injuries. And, and that's what he is now. And that's how it felt last year as a rookie. right? I thought he was great at Bama. Right, and I, I, I thought he was gonna translate, and then the hip happens, and then last year I watch him, and it's just like he feels small. You know who also is small, but I've never questioned once, Kyler Murray, because he's got juice. Right, it's just different. I, I, I don't see different with Tua, and so when I look at a Justin Fields to go back to my question, that dude looks different, 
and it's a physical presence, and it's it's different in that way, and he's a, an elite athlete, but at least he's doing something elite, right? Burrow, elite accuracy. Justin Herbert, elite arm strength and athleticism and size, and right? So all of these guys have these different traits, right? Burrow's an elite leader. Well, you just mentioned it. Tua, well, they're saying Mac Jones is a better leader, and he's got more presence. Uh, I don't think that Tua has the arm that you look for. I certainly don't think he's the athlete of these guys like, you know, Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson. I know he's not. And you mix in the injury history too. Goodness, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. It's easier to say in hindsight, but that's why I, I would be a bit concerned. The Dolphins fans are like, wait a minute. We passed up on a guy with injury history. He was undersized with an okay arm in Drew Brees for the guy with all the tools and Dante Culpepper. Oh. And that bit us in the butt. So now you're saying that what we've done is we've actually taken a small arm guy with injury history and we didn't take the big physical kid named Justin Herbert. So, you mm-hmm. know, we're damned if we do and damned if we don't in this situation, but the Herbert situation, not so much as Burrow because Burrow went number one, the Herbert situation and the fact that they had all of, all of that capital and they got more capital next year because of the trade that they made. So if they need to fix it, they can fix it. Then the bottom line is, their team around the quarterback is sort of built to compete right now by winning 10 games last year. He can't be the reason they don't. It's one thing to be the reason your team does win if you're a quarterback, but if you don't win, you can't be the reason that you don't win. You feel what I'm saying? And I Mm -hmm. think right now it's shaping up that they put so much around them that if they don't win, if they don't at least win 10 games next year, He's going to be the reason he's going to be considered the reason that they don't win the way Blake Borders was considered the reason the Jaguars didn't win. Yeah, that you know, you know, it's that's fair. And when it comes to Breeze, because I get that part, again, that's the exception. And I think that's where we're at now. We're asking a guy in Tua Tungavailoa to be the exception, to be the outlier. Because when you look at him, when you say it out loud, Small arm, not overwhelmingly big by any stretch. Not small arm, average to above average arm, but small guy, small in stature, uh, has had his fair share of injuries, not a great leader, doesn't really pop off, doesn't do anything so amazing that we can name that trait outside of winning at Alabama, which a lot of quarterbacks have done that. So what happens if Tua flops or continues to struggle? Well, the Dolphins, they have some options. We'll get into those Next, but Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily Instant Karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in Instant Karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. So make sure... That you open an FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance. You've heard of Credit Karma for years. I use them. You should, too. And you can open up this account. There's no overdraft fees and fee withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you can be entered to win $1 million. So visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open up your free account and start Winning Instant Karma. Again, go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for your free or sign up for free and start winning. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules 
banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated, member FDIC, maximum balance and transfer limits apply. All right, man, rolling along here on a Wednesday, and it's South Florida in segment one. South Florida in segment two with James Rapine and Tony Wiggins here on Locked On NFL. James, you asked a good question right before. It was a good segue, by the way, great segue. You asked the question going into uh, uh, the break that what happens with Tua? One of the things that I threw out was they did make that trade this year that uh, brought them in an extra first-round pick for next season. So we we don't know where that pick is going to be because one of the, I think the pick belongs to the 49ers and the 49ers might be pretty good. And then they'll have their own pick. And we don't know if that'll be enough to fetch them a quarterback in next year's draft, but maybe because they're built the way that they're built, they're not willing to wait that long. And what they want to do is see what's out there right now. So the obvious choice is either Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. Uh, obviously, you would think that in, in normal days that Deshaun would cost way more than Aaron because of age, not because of uh, who he is and, and, and performance, but the fact that Aaron's 36 going on 37 and Deshaun Watson is a decade younger. However, with the situation with Deshaun Watson, with the allegations of misconduct, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. It might be a higher, a higher price for them to get Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is still a guy who's playing at a high level and may play another four years. Go get him. Go get him. Pay the price. You know, if if, if it's two, it's two. If it's not, and you just sit two behind Aaron Rodgers, and and that that's suddenly the the Jordan Love, and you know maybe that guy could figure it out. But that, that's what I would do anyway. Like even if two is playing reasonably well, like I, I'm not overreacting to one bad practice, right? It happens. But if you can get Aaron Rodgers and you're the Miami Dolphins, well, what is your goal? Is your goal to win the AFC East? Is your goal to win the AFC? Because Aaron Rodgers can help you do that. Without Aaron Rodgers and Tua, eh, you might win the AFC East, but you're going to need some help. You're going to need the, the Bills to underachieve a bit. With Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, and the same thing goes for Deshaun Watson, by the way, you might not be the Vegas favorite, but I like your chances a hell of a lot more with either of those quarterbacks. And th- that's the part here because you're right. They have the capital. They can still get aggressive. Do they do that this year or do they say, and this happens a lot in the NBA, for example, like Giannis Attentacumpo, he was going to be a free agent at the end of this year. And so teams are like, all right, we need to have money set aside for the summer of 2021. Well, he ended up re-signing with the Bucks prior to this season. But I wonder if the Dolphins are like, Man, maybe Aaron Rodgers does go back to Green Bay for this season. But we're going to have the capital to go make a run at him next year. Maybe Deshaun Watson isn't movable over the next couple of months. But we're going to keep this capital and make a play for him if you know things do uh, you know, work out and, and he is not – uh, he doesn't get in trouble, essentially, right? And he's able to stay in the league, and, and, and we'll see because there's a lot going on there. But if that does happen, Miami has put itself in the the catbird seat almost to, to make a run at one of these guys. And that's that's a good place to be in. So there's your hope. If Tua sucks, Miami Dolphins fans, well, at least you got the capital to go get one of these other guys that makes you an instant contender. Here's why if you're uh, Miami, you want – the best case scenario for you is Deshaun Watson. And I'll tell you why, even though we don't know what kind of conduct policy 
uh, punishment, if, if at all, if he gets any, or when the, the nasty, of course, the terrible allegations and, and the nasty stuff surrounding that situation are going to leave the public mindset or some sort of revolution, resolution is going to come with that, that sort of makes it not as bad as we thought, which, you know, we, of course, what we want is the truth, right? Everybody wants the truth. And so we can, you know, deal with that accordingly. But if you're Miami, here's what you're hoping, best case scenario, that Houston says, we got to get rid of him. Let's go, let him go now. He's damaged. And Houston, if I'm Houston, I want draft picks. And I'll take two or two because he is a young quarterback who has some potential. But I really want more draft picks than anything because that's where we're going to rebuild our team. And then you'll kind of, it'll kind of be like sweet, sweet music to your ears if you're Houston because they gave up all of that stuff for Tunsil. Well, they'll essentially just get it all back now and, and it'll be like no harm, no foul. However, any team that trades for Aaron Rodgers, I do believe that Green Bay isn't going to take a quarterback back. I think they're going to go with their young guy. So any team, that, any team that trades for Aaron Rodgers with the way that Green Bay is constructed right now, Green Bay is going to want impact players who are starters. I'm going to tell you, they're going to want one of those wide receivers. That's what they'll want. They're going to want one of those great defensive players, maybe Xavier Howard at the corner. Green Bay is going to want something or some things that maybe another offensive lineman. They're going to want things that's going to deplete the roster in Miami. So it won't be Aaron Rodgers for a whole bunch of draft picks. It'll be Aaron Rodgers for a combination of players and picks, and that's going to actually deplete. And they'll still be good with him, but they'll be that'll deplete that team as it is. Like, for instance, if I was Green Bay and I was trading Aaron Rodgers to the 49ers, I'd start with Nick Bosa. That, you can keep your draft pick. I'm going to start with Nick Bosa. That's going to deplete <laughs> your team. That's not You're not going to be the same coming into this season as you. It's not going to be Aaron Rodgers plus everything else you have, and you're just going to give us draft picks in the future that are going to be low picks because Aaron Rodgers makes you a playoff team. I'm not taking that. Xavier Howard, Jalen Waddell. For Aaron Rodgers, and you you throw a pick in, I would do it right now. I'd do it like right. It, I do. I do. That, if, I, if, if I was both teams, I'd do it. it maybe right. Maybe it, because you're getting Waddle. I mean, that's a you know the sixth overall pick, and I'm sure the Packers like the idea of pairing him with Jordan Love. Uh, so yeah, I I think that one if you're Miami, you can't be afraid to do that because look. Let's say that, that you're giving up a couple players that in potentially proven commodities. A guy like Howard certainly proven, um, but someone that one I, I don't know if Green Bay would want him because of this extension stuff. He's holding out right now and he wants uh, to rip up his old contract, which is really a new contract because he's only yeah. a year into the new contract. Right. I mean, what are you doing, Xavier Howard? Well, whatever, right? You know, if you can get your money, get your money. Um, but th- that's the part of it that's that might scare some Dolphins fans off, I think, but you can't be afraid to part with some of these veterans, some of these proven guys. Like, if they want Devontae Parker, okay. You know, if they want Will Fuller. Like, I love the idea of Waddle on one side and Fuller on the other. You know what I really love? Aaron Rodgers throwing to one of those guys (laughs) and and going out and doing that. And so, look, if you go that route, though, and I will say this, if you go that route, if you're the Dolphins, you have to be all in on winning. There is no more rebuild if you trade for Aaron Rodgers. There is no more rebuild if you trade for Deshaun Watson. It is, all right, how do we win now? Because with Rodgers, 
He's in his late 30s, like you mentioned, has to win now. And there's a reason why he's upset in Green Bay. He doesn't feel like they're going all in on winning. And a lot of people aren't saying that or speculating. I think that's exactly what it is, and that's a fair criticism. On the flip side, if you're Deshaun Watson and you're giving up that draft capital for him, I get it. He's in his late 20s. He's got time. The last thing you want is a disgruntled quarterback on your hands, which is what the Texans have and is why they're in that situation because they've sold off some of their pieces that he wanted uh, around him and haven't been aggressive enough. So that's the key. If you do one of these moves, you can't stop there. you got to continue to be aggressive and get the necessary pieces. You do, man. And a part of getting those necessary pieces is draft evaluation. You can have all the picks all you want to, but if you don't draft well, as we know, it doesn't mean anything. And one of the things that may affect the draft is this proposed college football playoffs because it's going to expand it, one, and then it may make some players who used to opt out at the end of the year for useless bowls actually have to play games that may hurt or help their cause in the NFL draft. So we'll talk about that in our third and final segment here on a Wednesday on Locked On NFL. RockAuto.com is the place to go for all of your auto parts needs. Look, there's nothing worse than having unreliable transportation. You want to keep your car on the road. Well, the weather is warm here midsummer, and guess what? Now's the time to do that maintenance, to do that thing that you're going to regret not doing this winter if you don't do it now. So uh, you can do it for less, by the way, with rockauto.com. They're a family-owned business. They've served auto parts customers online for more than two decades. You should check them out right now, rockauto.com, to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. And best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals as they are for do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Save time and money at rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you're there and you're checking out, make sure you write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. And I want to tell you again about Built Bar, man. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and it's available to you at BuiltBar.com. Now, they have nine great flavors. They focus on those nine flavors. But I tell you what, every now and then, they occasionally will have a special edition Built Bar. You can make sure you follow them at, at bar underscore built on Twitter to keep up with all of that information. But to get your Built Bars, by the way, my favorite is the salted caramel. I love it to death. To get your Built Bars, you can go to BuiltBar.com and order them. And if you put the promo code in LOCKED15, what you'll get is 15% off of your next order of Built Bars. Now, they're covered in 100% in chocolate. They have 17 or 18, depending on which ones you get, powerful protein uh, packed into it. If you're working out trying to uh, make sure you don't uh, get too big before football season comes and you're trying to keep your figure. They're low in carbs, low in calories, and low in sugar, so you'll really enjoy them. But most of all, you'll just enjoy the taste. Pack one every day, man, as you go to work. And I'm telling you, that meal between breakfast and lunch or lunch and dinner, Built Bar will give you a treat that you never forget. It's the best taste of protein bar ever. The promo code is LOCK15, and you can get that at BuiltBar.com. All right, third and final segment here on a Locked On NFL Wednesday with James and Tony. Here, I, I thought about this. 
the evaluation process, James, is is really weird. So I'll just get to you and ask you a question. Scouts always want to see more. GMs always want to see more. They hate it when guys opted out. They love tape. They love to let me see him in a different situation. Would you care? Do you think they – and I usually don't like to mix college and pro, but do you think the NFL GMs would look at a 12-team a playoff, which is being discussed in college football? Do you, do you think they'd look at that as – a gold mine and it's a necessary thing because a lot of guys, if they're not playing in a national championship or the, or the final four, what they'll normally do is just opt out. They don't want to go to one of those bowl games and risk injury because they've seen guys get hurt in the past. But I think NFL scouts and GM types would love the fact that these guys were able to play in a 12 team tournament down the stretch. Absolutely. I, I think so too, because one more and more and more, like you said, how do they react to the pressure how do they react if their team's getting blown out? And you will have some blowouts if they go to a 12-team playoff uh, with teams that aren't used to getting blown out, right? And and so that matters as well. And so you can watch the body language, good and bad. You can see how they respond if they're down 14 nothing. Because, again, some of these teams run the table or lose in a last-second field goal and they're still in the playoff and they're not used to being on the other end of it. And if you're a top-10 pick, usually you're going to a bad team where you're going to have to lose early and, and kind of – bust through it a bit so and, and fight through it. So I think that's part of it. But can you learn a lot? Here's what I think you would learn from those big games. The pressure aspect. I, I, I really do. I think that – so Justin Fields, for example, I'll use him. His performance after getting cracked in the ribs and somehow like not only playing and staying in the game but leading his team to victory, that's awesome to me. Right, uh, I'll use Joe Burrow since we talked about him, and I'll go back to 2018 when everyone everyone thought he was just awful. He got crushed in their bowl game, and I forget the bowl game that LSU was in. Um, and the very next play, I mean, and he was just crushed. People thought he was going to be down on the field, and he popped right back up. Very next play, throws a deep ball for a touchdown, and and so how do you respond to adversity? I think that's part of it. And so if you're talking about a 12 game playoff or 12 team playoff, you're talking about more games that are, you can't opt out of this bowl game because you're part of the playoff and you can win a national championship. So that's more tape, which means that the NFL and coaches and personnel, they're going to like it. So I do think something can be taken from it at the same time. Let me ask you this. Do you think we'll see the first ever opt out of a player that says, eh, I'm not playing in that college football playoff if they're an eight seed or a nine seed. I, I do think somebody might do it, especially if, they, if they've got a little nagging injury and they might say uh, that that injury is a little bit worse than it really is. Um, they, they, a, a few years back when Michigan and Florida State played, the safety. In fact, he was chosen by the Browns in the first round, the kid out of Michigan. I can't remember his name, but um, he plays for the Giants now. What, what's his name? Oh, uh, you're talking about Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers, right. Jabril Peppers um, got warmed up, dressed up, and then all of a sudden said his hamstring, hamstring was a little tweaked. And most people said, a lot of people around here were like, yeah, he don't want to be having to chase Dalvin Smith up, up and down the field. And Dalvin had a huge game. And um, the thing with me is what will happen is this guys that opt out usually opt out because they can't win anything playing in a bowl that doesn't end up being for all the marbles. So they would, 
be pressured, in my opinion, by themselves. If you have a chance to win a title, I don't care if you are the 12th seed. You can't opt out, dude. But the only way to answer your question, the only way under that scenario I think it happens is if they have an injury and they go, nah, I ain't going to go. I ain't going to go. And the injury is not really as bad as you think it is. But there's no way any competitive football player, I believe, who has a shot to win a title, because that's why you play. You play to win championships. I don't think anybody would opt out. I really don't. Yeah, I get that. I mean, heck, you saw Jalen Waddle on one foot. Alabama's dominating, and he's still out there in the national championship game. Had no reason to be out there. None. And, uh, hey, it showed his heart, right? And uh, he did escape without any you know serious setbacks or anything like that. So, look, I'm not against the college football playoff. You want to know why? Because as you see to my right right here, that's a University of Cincinnati Bearcats logo. I knew and my Bearcats, yeah, my Bearcats, they need to be in the college football playoff this year. And uh, hopefully they get their chance to because uh, look out world, my Bearcats are coming. Desmond Ritter, by the way, might be a top 10 pick. This is our draft segment. Wouldn't be shocked if he's a first rounder next year for uh, in the 2022 NFL draft. Don't, don't be shocked if he, if he squeaks into that first round with a good season, Tony. I've heard. I've heard that he can really, really play. Y'all got a defensive end up there too. Uh a kid from Jacksonville. He's um he runs about six five, about two fifty-five, two sixty. I like this take last year. So I'm gonna be looking forward to him. He's from William Raines High School, the same high school that produced guys like Brian Dawkins and Lito Shepard and all of these cats. So I'm looking real forward to watching Cincinnati. Uh tell you what, you're a number one draft pick in my book, homeboy. And so is Sanders. It took me a second. There you Sanders. go. There you go, my man. And um, so's uh, my man Peter Bukowski, who hosts the Locked On Today Show every Monday through Friday, early in the morning. You can usually catch it at about six o'clock. And man, he's just laying out all of the facts and all of the top stories from around the world of sports, and by using local experts to give you quick espresso shots to get you going, so you know what's happening and know where you are in the sports world. All right, man. So another edition of locked on NFL is in the books with Tony Wiggins and James Rapine. You guys take care of each other. As we always say, take care of each other. We'll see you next week. Make sure you tune in tomorrow and Friday to check out the guys here on locked on NFL for James. I'm Tony. We'll see you next time.